Welcome to Steadfast Hope. I'm Steve Lawson, joined as always by Kent Stainback, and we're coming to you as always from the iconic Herb's House. It's a coffee shop here in Dallas, Texas. And Kent, today we're in John 17, verse 16, and the title of this devotion is Another World. And you and I live in another world from the world in which we were born. And uh, Jesus, as he prays to the Father, and John 17 acknowledges this. As he prays for his disciples, he prays, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Now, can't to be of the world means you're under the seductive power of the world. I mean, there, there is an evil world system over which Satan presides as the God of this age, the ruler of this world, the prince of the power of the air. And he has demon spirits that are highly structured and well-organized and, and well-armed to enter into spiritual warfare with believers and to hold the world captive. And, and the whole world is under the sway of the evil one. Uh, the world of entertainment, um, the world of education, uh, the world of medicine, uh, the world of politics, uh, the world of athletics. I mean, Ken, as I said, every one of those realms of this world, I could have pulled over and given graphic uh, examples from just yesterday and the last two or three days. Uh, to document this world is under the sway of a real devil. Uh, there is a conspiracy. Uh, and it's, it's, it's not some right-wing crazy conspiracy theory. It, it is the conspiracy of the devil uh, to s capture this world and hold it in its unbelief and its lie, his lies and to, to, to perpetrate his hatred that leads to, to murder. And so we, we were born outside of the kingdom of God. We were born a part of the world system, and that's why we had to be born again in order to be taken out of this world and put into another world, which is the kingdom of God, even while we're in the world, but we're no longer of the world. And so Jesus acknowledges this. He says, they, referring to his disciples and those down through the centuries, they are not of the world. Uh, we're, we're not of the, the, the system anymore. We, we, we have a different uh, standard of truth. We have a different value system. We have a different design for the family. We have a different standard for how to conduct ourselves and to live our lives. We, we have a different uh, measure of, of what's right and what's wrong. And so we're not of the world any longer. And praise the Lord. If the Son shall set you free, you shall be free indeed, John 8. And so we are now not of the world. We are in the world, but we're not of the world. We're, we're like an island in the midst of the ocean. Mm -hmm. um, we're like a boat. That, that's out in the, the sea. We're out in it, but we're not of it anymore. And Jesus then affirms 
that not only are they not of the world, but he says, even as I am not of the world. Well, Jesus was born in a way, uh, unlike you and me, he was born of a virgin. And so therefore, he did not have a sin nature. So he did not enter into this world um, being held captive uh, by this evil world system in which you and I uh, were born. And so Jesus um, really um, is, is not of the world, and he's the only one who can get anyone who's in the world out of the world. He, he is the Savior. He is the rescuer, the, the deliverer. And that's why he came into this world, to destroy the works of the devil. And that's in 1 John chapter 3. And so he came on a collision course uh, with the devil himself and to release the captives who had been given to him by the Father from before the foundation uh, of the world. So, Kent, this, this acknowledges, just to cut to the chase, to the bottom line, that we don't belong to the world, we don't fit into the system of the world, we're a round peg and a square hold. Um, in the world, yeah, and we're we're no longer of the world. That's one thing that makes church so so precious. In a time like this, for you and me to fellowship, I mean, we're on the same page of the playbook, and we've been given the same mind of Christ. We've been given the same um, new heart of flesh. We've been washed in the same blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, and so you and I are headed in the same direction. But when we leave this Bible study and we step back out into the real world, I mean, we're, we're cutting against the grain. I mean, we're swimming upstream, um, and we no longer belong to the world system, and we don't buy into the world system. And that creates enormous stress and conflict uh, as we live our Christian lives. Hmm. Wow. That's a lot. Steve, what do you say to someone that says, you know, Steve, I heard what you said, might be true, probably is true, but you know, that's so far beyond me. I've got my life, I've got my family, I've got my work, I'm, 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 I've got my, my exercise, my golf, my whatever I'm doing. I'm just not going to worry about this. You know, that's for somebody else. I mean, the world and the system and, and evil system, everything, it just... I'm just not going to worry about that. I'm, I'm, I'm just not. I'm just going to sit that one out. I'm just going to. I'm going to let somebody else worry. That's bigger than. Yeah, you. I'm going to be what, a spiritual yeah. pacifist. Yeah. So what do you what do you say to someone like that that just says, eh, "That's fine, but not for me." What I'm doing. I would say to that person, your life really is not counting for time or eternity. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not here just to have a good time. Hmm. I mean, you're here to be the Lord's bondservant mm-hmm. and to be the Lord's slave. And you are here to fight the good fight and to be used by God to reach others for Christ. And so I would say to someone like that, and I, and I, I want to not come across over the top here, but you're so far from the playing field mm. that I don't know that you're, if you're in the stadium, I mean, you're just barely in the stadium. I mean, if, if you're saved, I mean, you, you're as far away from being useful to the Lord as, as, as you possibly can, because as you begin to move forward and, and live in the Christian life, you're going to meet the devil head on. 
And so I would also say, I mean, you lack spiritual discernment. Uh, you, you lack a knowledge of Scripture to be able to frame how you see your life. Um, and so, you know, Kent, um, we, 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 we are, whether we want to be in this spiritual yeah. warfare or not, we're in it. So we can't say that's someone else's problem. No, 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 we can't. You, you're, you're, you're in it and you need to wake up mm-hmm. and, and realize it and you can't be asleep um, in, in your tent while your fellow soldiers hmm. are out on the front lines yeah. fight, fighting the battle and you think you're on vacation mm-hmm. when in reality there's a war going on. So we need a wartime mentality. Okay, follow-up question. you have time? Uh, oh, for you, Kent, of course. Absolutely. What is the devil's goal here? What is he trying to do? We've got this world, the world system, uh, this war going on in heaven between God and Satan being played out in this world. What is the devil's goal? What, what's he trying to do? Number one, he's trying to turn people away from worshiping God. Mm-hmm. He himself wants to be worshiped. Okay. That's why he was cast out of heaven, that he sought to elevate himself above the throne of God. And so every false religion is in reality worshiping the devil. Mm. Every cult is in reality worshiping the devil. Mm. Every place where a false gospel or a social gospel is being preached um, it leads to the worship of the devil. He's the one behind whatever is the form of worship that you would be en- engaged in. He desperately wants to be worshiped. And second, he wants to do as much harm as he can to those whom God loves. Uh, so that's why he comes after the church. He comes after us because we are the apple of his eye. Uh, we are his beloved, referring to God. And the devil would do everything he can to hurt hurt us in an attempt to to come after God because he can't come after God. Mm-hmm. And so that's what basically is what the devil is about. And we need to be aware of this. Mm-hmm. And Jesus acknowledges this in prayer. I mean, if Jesus, I mean, everything that Jesus said was true, but as he is talking to the Father in prayer. I mean, everything that's coming out of his mouth mm-hmm. as he prays is pure truth. And so we need to understand this. We need to embrace this. And we need to learn how to apply this mm-hmm. to our Christian lives. So thank you for joining us today for Steadfast Hope. I hope that this has been helpful for you in your Christian life. I know that it should be because it's taken from the Word of God. Uh, you'll note on the screen... Uh, onepassion.org. That's how you can go on our website and look at past uh, sessions that we've had uh, A Steadfast Hope. Uh, you'll find a great wealth of resources, uh, of sermons, of things that I've written. And however they can be of help to you, those are, uh, those are free, and we want you to use those. So thank you for joining us today for Steadfast Hope. I look forward to seeing you our very next broadcast.